are looking for a way to transform a passion into a purpose, you have come to the right spot. This is episode four, and today we're going to talk about product research and product selection and how to pick the very best product to start with. Hey everybody and welcome back to ep- episode four. Today we're going to talk about how to find the right products to start selling so they'll actually sell. Um, we're going to do some product research. This is going to be a very long podcast. So stick with me, stop, restart, rewind. Um, it might take you a little bit of time to understand exactly what I'm doing. Um, it is all through voice, so I'm going to do my very best to explain to you exactly what I'm doing. Um, Should you have any questions, always feel free to send me a message and I'll do my best to help you. So the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to talk about your homework. So the last episode, I asked you to do some homework. And with that, I asked you to figure out what products you're interested in possibly doing, what crafts you want to do, what items would you possibly be interested in learning to do. Um, It's a very important topic. And until you really know what you're willing to do, um, you really can't start. So what I want you to do is I want you to take your homework um, and go along with me. I'm going to attach some files into the group so you guys can um, see what I looked at and how I did this. Um, This is a very generic search. Um, I actually went to Google and I typed in uh, top craft hobbies. And that's how I kind of started because I didn't want to choose something that I do necessarily. I didn't want to choose something that my friends do, but I also didn't want to say, you know, I'm going to just not talk about that stuff because I do it because that doesn't make sense. So I want it to be as unbiased as possible. So that's why I did it the way that I did it. So according to top craft hobbies on Google, um, the second top craft is sewing. The third is quilting. The fourth is scrapbooking. Um, and that's kind of where we're going to start with. And as you'll see, you have to go, go down rabbit holes. And when I say a rabbit hole, that is you following the trail. So one item might take you to this item, which might take you to another item. Um, you just got to keep going. And eventually you'll be like, oh, that's it. That's what I want to do. So with that, let's get started. Um, so with my my thing, we're going to start with sewing. Now, when you think of something that is sewed, um, you want to think about how people are going to look for it on Etsy. How would you buy something that somebody sewed? So over on Etsy, um, if you just start off as a regular seller, um, in case you don't know, it's www.etsy.com. In the search bar, you're going to write sewing. Now, as soon as you start writing in sewing, you're going to see that a drop-down menu pops up. That drop-down menu are the top keywords that people are searching for. So as soon as I type in sew, I see sewing patterns, sewing machine, sewing, sewing patterns for women, sew on patch, sewing box, and the list goes on and on. Now, these are the top items that people are searching for on a regular basis. So you know that if you have the ability to make sewing patterns, you have a really good shot at making something that people want because it is heavily searched. Um, It is number one when it comes to search terms. Now, if you just go and do a, a general search for sewing, since that is um, the craft that we want to look at, you end up with a lot of products that are sewing patterns or sewing supplies. You don't really see anything that has been sewn, for instance. You need to think like a buyer. So instead of writing sewing, I'm going to write sewn. And then you'll see sewn items will pop up. Um, sewn, sewn bags, sewn tutus. Um, So this is a great way to get started. So if we just start off with sewn items, um, you can start going down and looking at all the different things that pop up. Now, the way that Etsy does their search is it's based on what you typed in. Um, There is no rhyme or reason to what is first, what is last. Um, over on the right-hand side, it says sort by, and then you have most recent, relevancy, high price, lowest price. Um, you can tweak that, but it's really not going to change anything for our purposes. So as you um, scroll down, you're going to see, you know, some things here, some things there that look kind of interesting. What I want you to focus on 
is I want you to focus on the stars underneath those people's titles. So those stars are what they got rated. So if you have a item that is fantastic, um, you're going to get a five-star rating. And if you have a product that is just not all that great, you're going to end up with a one-star. So you are going to search and you're going to go through all these pages. You don't, I mean, you go through whatever you want to go through. And you're looking primarily at the stars. Now, once you find something that has good stars, next to it, there's a number. And that is the number of people that have rated that person's item. So, for instance, I'm looking at a product here. It's five stars. And then the next, the number next to it is 210. That means that 210 people have left a rating, which has been um, equal to about five stars. So... Higher the number of ratings, the more sales that person has received. So I don't want you to necessarily copy these people, but if you can target what is selling, then you can easily sell similar items. So I'm going to include a photo of some favorites that I I did along the way. Um, This way you can see the items that I looked at and why I chose them. Um, This way you could compare it with maybe what you chose. So along the sewing items, I came up with a couple of things that piqued my interest. One of them was the Jungle Passport Holder. The reason that this piqued my interest was, for one, it's $20 an item, which means that there's probably a decent profit margin, which is pretty important. Um, So when you click on that actual link, it takes you in and it shows you some really nice photos. It is well-crafted, doesn't look necessarily hard to make. Um, but it definitely takes some time for you to refine that skill. So once you click on that item, if you go to the very top, it says the um, shop's name. If you click on that, it'll bring you into a more detailed shop. And this is every single item that this buyer sells. So you'll see it. they're rated five stars. Um, they have 211 ratings. Now above that, it shows their sales. They've had 1,183 sales since 2016. Now, that's pretty good. I mean, they're averaging 500 sales a year. And if they're selling their items for $20 a piece, I mean, she's making decent money. Um, So that's why I chose this shop. I think that she has a good product. I think that her items are selling. And I think they're selling for a price that is really wanted. Um, You definitely don't want to sell yourself short. So back to my favorites. I also um, picked out a. I picked out a sewn petal flower. Um, they look simple. They're cute. Um, I'm gonna open it up. So these are only six ninety five for a set of three. Um, yeah, it's only six ninety five, but they look fairly simple. And you could definitely do your scraps with it, which is a good way to use those up. Um, along with that, if you open up her information. She has 1,980 in reviews. That is a ton. She's been around since 2008. Um, She has 3,000 sales. So, I mean, she's doing fairly well. I mean, you could definitely expand on her idea, um, maybe increase the sales. Um, Her items are all tiny, some of them. I mean, she's definitely pricing based on difficulty, it looks like. Um, She's definitely something to at least look at um, and see if there's something that maybe you could do different, but a little bit better. One of the next items I saw was a golf hat. Um, These are handmade hats, which is something that is definitely going to take time. If you know how to sew and you are good at it, um, this is something that you really might consider. Now, if you open up his shop, Um, They've been around since 2013. They have 1,465 reviews, but he's had 6,723 sales. Now, granted, making a hat is probably very difficult, um, but if you can do it and know how to do it and you can do it well, um, you could definitely make good money. Um, Some of these hats are selling for $47. He has a hat. I mean, he has some that are $16, some that are $14. Um, They're definitely based on difficulty, Um, but this is definitely a shop um, worth at least watching if you sew and you would be interested in making hats. Now, some shops um, have an option that they have left open, which is an amazing key for you. Now, if you look at his shop, 
Um, if you hover over the 6,723 sales, you will see that it highlights. Now, if you click on that, this is going to give you a, not a minute by minute, but it's going to give you a list of everything that has sold and the way that it's sold. So when you open it up, you're going to see that he has sold, oh my goodness, lots of hats. Um, he sold the Gecko. He sold a Grand Classic. Trying to see if he has sold maybe the same one multiple times. It looks like he sold two scouts here. So this is a way to see what is selling. And maybe you can narrow it down to this hat is selling all the time. You know, every five hats, this is one of them or this is two of them. So if you could find a pattern to what are those top products in that person's shop, then you can just concentrate on those top products in order to try to gain sales. So that is a key that if you can find, it is definitely worth looking into. So back to um, the favorites. We're going to keep going down. We're going to keep opening up shops. Remember, we're looking at the um, stars. We're looking at how many sales they have. I try to um, ignore as many as I can. So if they don't have a lot of reviews, I generally don't click on them. It's not always a good way to do research because not a lot of people leave feedback. Um, but for me, it's a way to get to the cream of the crop versus trying to find products here and there. So the next. Um, product I chose was a fleece sewn blanket. When I think of sewing, um, that is something that I think of, and it's usually a baby blanket, um, something along those lines, baby clothes. Now with this one, Robbie's Corner, um, she's had 1,904 sales since 2008. Um, considering she's been around for 10 years, it's not that many sales. But I don't know how many, she might have not had very many sales over the last five years, but then this year she could have a ton. Um, so something that I thought was worth looking at, um, definitely doesn't hurt. You could see the options that she's chose. And then with her, her sales are also open, which is a, you know, a good way for you to see. It looks like she is selling a ton of aprons. So aprons are selling or they did at least at some point. So, oh, there, she's also making bibs. Here's a blanket that she just recently sold. So you know that the kids' aprons, um, the bibs for adults, as well as the blankets seem to be selling for her. So that's another, you know, good option if you wanted to go down the sewing path. Now, another idea could be maybe leather. Maybe you would be interested in, in dealing with leather. I think sewing with leather might be difficult, um, but if it's something that you are confident that you could do, maybe you're willing to sit down and take the time to learn and learn it well, and this is definitely an idea. Um, this person is selling a pair of handmade leather gloves for $155. Like, wow. Um, you don't need to sell very many if you really think about it if you're selling at such a high price point. So at $155, this person has 613 rating. They've been around since 2013 with 2,779 sales. Now, the one thing I do like about this shop is they're not local. They're in Romania. So when you see a shop that is doing well and they're not in our country, you have to automatically think that one, you can outdo them because you're local and people don't want to wait for international mail. So you can easily steal their sales because a lot of people would rather shop in the U.S. versus out, you know, out, out wise. And then for two, um, the, the I mean, I like the shop. I like the shop a lot. I, I don't know if it would be easy. It looks like it would be hard. But I think once you learned how to do the craft, I think you would do fantastic. So same thing with this person. Their sales are open. So you're able to click on that. And you're able to see the different style gloves um, that they have sold recently and which ones are continuously selling. And it looks like the men's peccary leather gloves are selling rather frequent. Um, let's see what else. The fingerless peccary driving leather gloves are selling frequently. So there's definitely a pattern. Here's another men's peccary leather glove that's selling. This is definitely something that you should look into. 
if this is something that you feel that you are capable of doing. So continuing to going down the sewing path, you know, I wanted to give a couple more samples. So another idea is a simple garland. Now, this is something that you have to do with sewing. Um, this just goes to show that you can sell something that is not fabric and it's not something that you would necessarily wear. Um, this is something that is completely different, but it does require the ability to sew. So this person is selling a six foot silver glitter garland uh, for $14. Each circle is one and a half inches and there's glitter on both sides. You'll, you would have to look into this to figure out how they made those glitter. Maybe it's vinyl. Maybe they put the vinyl on something. Um, it's definitely something that I think would be worth looking into. If you click on their name, they've had 985 sales since 2011. But they've only had 197 um, rating, which is fine. But it's definitely something that is worth looking. Now, they've been on since 2011. But they only have one current item available. And my guess is is they just aren't doing anymore. Maybe this is the last of their stock and they're just trying to sell out. So since they've been around since 2011, their sales really aren't entirely accurate because they're not exactly active anymore. Their sales are open. Um, so you could definitely open it up and look in there. It looks like at one point they did have quite a bit of options. They had triangles that were made out of paper. They had a circle one. Um, which is, I mean, these, these are pretty cool. I think these would be good for birthdays. You could definitely expand this idea and take your sewing into a whole bunch of different other products besides just clothing and things that you could wear. So then I continued on to my search and I said, you know, I'm going to step away from sewing. I, I think I have a decent amount of products that I might be interested in, stuff that I can look into. Um, one of the other things that I was willing to learn or wanted to learn was crocheting. Um, I think that my grandmother would teach me. I have easy access to crochet needles and yarn, and I have somebody who can teach me the ropes. So that is why I wrote down crocheting. So inside crocheting, you're going to see the same thing. So when you go up to, to the top of Etsy and you write in crochet, some of the first things that pop up are patterns. Patterns are huge for everything. Um, if you are able to figure out how to write a pattern, um, then that is pretty much what you need to do. Um, if you are able to create a digital a digital item, um, you have the endless ability of selling it on Etsy. Um, so something that you sell for $4, you might sell it 100 times, where if you have to make it, you have to make it every single time. So if you have the ability to write patterns, um, that would be my recommendation for everything. Um, otherwise, if you are a hands-on person just like me, then this is where we have to do some research. So when it comes to crochet, um, it's a little tricky to get started in the search because there's so many patterns, but you just got to kind of keep going. Um, one of the first things I came to was a cat butt coaster. Yes, I know, kind of weird, um, but it grabbed my attention. You know, people like coasters, people love cats. So, I mean, it seemed like a decent idea. Um, the price is low, it's only $3, but how hard can it be to sew a circle? Um, that was kind of my logic. Now, if you open it up, you'll see that they sell four packs for $13. Um, that's definitely worth, my, you know, somebody's time. And then if you click on, before you click on anything, I want you to open up the listing. Now, when you scroll down a little bit, you'll get past that pay button and the add to cart button. You're going to see that other people want this. It's going to look like a shopping cart and it's going to have bold black letters that says other people want this. And then it says over 20 people have this item in their carts right now. This means that people are thinking about buying this item. Um, people haven't yet jumped the gun, which means that it's still a possible sale. The sale has not been made yet. So the idea is, is that this item is going to sell because over 20 people want it. And now you have to figure out how to get those people to actually convert into sales. So maybe the colors aren't right. Maybe, you know, there's something that could have been done a little bit better. This is where you're able to take that idea and expand on it. Now, if you click on the person's actual shop, um, you'll see that one, they're in Canada. Maybe that's why they haven't had the, those 20 sales. Um, people don't always like to wait for their items. Um, so if you can do faster shipping and get it to them quicker, you're likely to get that sale over somebody in Canada. 
Now, they've been around since 2015. They have 1,473 sales. That's pretty good. And then if you scroll down, you'll see that they make quite a bit of things. They make hats. They make coasters. uh, They make egg holders. They make a lot of stuff. Now, if you hover over their sales, their sales are not open, which is fine. I have a couple other tricks. Um, One of the good tricks is to actually click on their five stars. So when you click on their five stars, it shows you the people that have left ratings and what they thought. Um, So when you click on hers, you're going to see immediately that she sold three of those cat butt coasters, which means that they do sell. Oh, here's a fourth, a fifth. She sold two minion hats. Um, It doesn't show you how many she's selling or when she sold them, but it gives you a good idea at which items people really like. Now, one thing that you can do is you can look for the ones that aren't a five star. So here is one. Um, this one was only rated four stars. It said fun gave as gave as a gift was well liked. Doesn't say that anything was wrong with it, so we'll just leave that one. But you want to find the ones that don't have a great rating. Maybe their quality wasn't good. Maybe they could have used a better yarn. Maybe the sizing was off. These are all things that you can make better. You can grow upon their falls or fails and turn it into yours and make it better. Um, So that's why I chose the cat butts. Another option is always a crocheted hat. People love crocheted hats. Um, I chose the slouchy women's hat because of the price. Um, I think $33 is a decent price for a hat. And I think that, you know, I know hats take a while to make, but if you're getting paid $33, then it's probably worth your time. Now, this person is located in Bulgaria. So once again, not in our country, far away, long time to get it. Um, you can definitely cash in on this person, you know, taking a while to get it to you. So when you open up their shop, I noticed that not only do they do crochet, but they also have fabric type hats. Now, back to our sewing, um, you could definitely figure out how to sew these. Um, doesn't look very hot. It looks like a stretchy kind of material. Um, she does, you know, have crocheted, but she also has those fabrics, which is definitely a cool idea. Now, she's had 1,784 sales since 2013 um, and with a 316 five-star rating. Her sales are open, um, so that'll definitely give you an idea as to what kind of patterns are selling, which, you know, type of hat seems to be going more. It looks like the Tam women hat is selling a ton. Um, so this is this is how you do your research. You look at the products, you try to figure out which are the better of the product, why they're selling, um, and what you can do to do better or, you know, make the product better or faster in, in delivery. So that's the um, hat selection. And then I found a kitchen towel ring holder. Um, it's only $8, but it's doesn't look very hard. Um, I think you could probably do it in about 30 minutes. And then with this person, they have a 1,251 rating. Um, a lot of people have rated this person. So you know that this item is selling. They've been around since 2009. They've had 4,000 sales, which is, I think, great. And then when you open up their shop, you can see that, for one, their colors are bright, which is always refreshing. It's definitely an eye-catcher. And then for two, she has a lot of different items. She's selling uh, clothing for dolls. Um, She's making baby items. She's making kitchen items. She's definitely expanded on what she sells. Um, For her, her sales are closed, so you can't exactly see what she's selling. But once again, you can click on her stars. And you could see who has left reviews and what, you know, they thought of them and which ones got reviews left. It looks like the baby items have quite a bit of, rev- quite a bit of reviews. Um, so you know that those baby kits are likely going to sell. So this is definitely a shop to watch, to look at, um, and you can go from there. Now, another uh, cool thing that you can do is inside of the main um, shop section, if you go to that sort button, right now she has it set to custom. You can set it to most recent. Now, with the most recent, it could be one of two things. Either her item um, fell off. So with Etsy, 
you pay, you pay 20 cents per listing and that's good for three months. And after those three months, your listing expires. So then what, what the person has to do is they have, they have to renew that listing. Now, when they renew that listing, um, it'll end up back at that top of the most recent. And then the other reason that something would end up underneath, you know, at the top of the most recent is because it was a sale. So it's not always the most accurate way of, of, of determining whether or not something has sold, but it's definitely something that you can do um, to try to figure out if something sold recently. All right, back to another idea. And this is a curling rock crochet hat. So same thing. Um, I was intrigued by the, by the price, $25 for a hat. The hat's kind of cool. It looks like it was actually used in the Olympics. Um, so once again, I'm going to open it. There are four people who have this in their cart right now. So you know that it's something that people at least like the idea of. And then when you actually open up the person's shop, you'll see that they've had 2,300 sales since 2013. It's not a ton, um, but, you know, they're selling them at a decent price. And once you actually get into the shop, you're going to see that she heavily um, does babies. She does baby bonnets. She does um, rompers. She does a lot of things that have to do with photo shoots. Now, photo shoots are a huge market. If you are capable of standing out and making yourself known, I think you would do very well. Um, the baby industry is heavily saturated. But if you can do it and you can do it well and you can make it um, worth somebody, you know, maybe you can charge a little bit less so that, you know, you're more marketable. Um, these are all things that you can think about. Now. Um, when it comes to babies, when you're making your listings and you're setting up your photos, you can do a couple of things. These babies are not real. They have lifelike babies that you can totally buy and they would do great in your photos. Um, and then you could do the simple things like her baby bonnets are being, you know, shown with a ball. That's definitely an idea that you could definitely do too. So as we continue on our search of crochet, I end up back to a couple of other hats. You have a USA Olympic hat. Um, this one is $20. And then if you open up that shop, it's had 2,000 sales since 2011. Um, her sales are open, so that's definitely something to look at. It looks like she is selling Cat in the Hats. Um, she's selling this USA Olympic hat. She's selling some of these unicorn crochet blankets. And those are $55. Um, I think that could possibly be worth your time. I don't know. Um, you definitely have to figure out how much materials would cost you and how long it would take you. Um, but I think this shop is definitely something to at least take a peek at for anybody who wants to crochet. The next one is a Be Happy Boutique. Um, this hat is for $15. Um, she's been around since 2007. She's only had 1,669 sales. Which, you know, is if you look at the how long it's been, it's not entirely fast, but she they're trickling in. Um, and then her sales are also open, so you can definitely see which are her best sellers. So maybe it's her photos that, you know, are, are not helping her get her sales, or maybe she didn't have the right products in the beginning. Um, that could definitely stall somebody's shop on getting those initial sales. All right, I have three, four more items for crochet. The next one is a baby afghan. Um, it's back to the whole idea of babies and baby blankets. This is for anybody who crochets. Um, this is $40 plus for a crochet blanket. Now, their pricing is based on size, which is a very smart move. So if you can make something tiny, for instance, this is a 30 by 30 for $39. Not only does it look more appealing because it's a lower price, but then you also are giving people options in what they actually want. So maybe they originally liked it because of the price, but they also liked how it looked. Well, you know, I think I want to go bigger. Well, that's a way for you to make extra money. Now, clicking on this person's shop, they've been around since 2013. They've had 2,000 sales. Um, that's pretty good considering they're selling blankets and blankets, you know, go for a decent price. 
Uh, her sales are open. So you could definitely see. Um, it looks like she's selling quite a bit of blankets. She's also selling these cowls. Um, so this is definitely a shop to take a peek at. And then with crocheting, sometimes you have to change your, your words or exactly what, what you're doing. Um, some people, they don't crochet big. They don't crochet, you know, they don't like crocheting hats. They like doing more like doilies and those really refined, um, crocheting appliques. So with that, I chose a crochet earring. Um, these are going for $22. They are intricate, but they are earrings, which means that they're not big. So it's definitely something that that you could do. Now, if you click on this person's shop, not only do they sell crocheted earrings, but they sell a bunch of different earrings. If you like the idea of jewelry or anything along those lines, crochet might be the way to get started. And maybe, you know, that's the way to open your shop by having a whole bunch of different crocheted items because that's what you know. But you could totally expand. You could make those leather bag charms. You can make those leather uh, tassel earrings um, or just the leather earrings. These are all things that you could learn how to do um, after you get started. So when it comes to opening up an Etsy shop, you have to be willing to expand. You have to be willing to, you know, find something that that looks like it's going to do well and it will match your shop. And you have to go with it sometimes. Um, And this might be a way to do it. Not only will your crochet earrings sell. But these leather earrings, you know, could could be another added bonus. So that is definitely something to think about when you're opening up a shop is um, expansion. You know, what else can I add that I can learn? Um, Her sales are open, so you can definitely take a peek as to what she's selling. She is selling a lot of those um, leather tassel charm things. So that's another cool shop to take a peek at. And then with crocheting. There's also a call a thing called tatting, which is similar to crochet. Um, it is a, a little bit different, but it is something that is worth um, investigating if you do crochet. Um, this person called the Snappy Tatter, she is selling a necklace for $266. Wow. So, yes, that's a, that's a lot of money. Um, it did probably take her some time, but for that price, it was probably worth it. Um, This person has been around since 2009 and has had 895 sales. Normally, I would ignore this shop just because it's been nine years and they're only doing about 100 sales a year. But with the price points that she is asking, um, 100 sales might be all she needs. Um, But once again, this is something that you could definitely expand on. You could definitely look to see what she's selling. Her sales are open. So you can definitely see what her best sellers are. Um, her earrings are beautiful. So I would definitely take a look at that if you are interested in possibly tatting as a craft. And then one more for tatting. Um, this is a bookmark. Just goes to show that crocheting and tatting is not always um, something necessarily wearable. This is a different idea. Um, they've had 1,671 sales since 2009. But they're in the United Kingdom. So you have to remember, they're not in our country. So their sales are always going to be slower. So it looks like um, not only do they sell their handmade items, they also sell the products to make it, which is definitely an option. If you are interested in being a supplier and you have the availability of cash to invest in product supplies, Um, there's definitely money to be made, but it does take quite a bit of money to get started. Um, their sales are open, so you could definitely take a peek at what she's selling the most of. Now, on to the last category that I chose. I chose, uh, scrapbooking. There are a lot of people who scrapbook, um, but when you think of scrapbooking, people think of photo albums and taking a photo and putting it on a piece of paper. Um, when it comes to Etsy, how, how would you market that? Um, yeah, you could probably have people send you their personal photos, but that's not necessarily going to happen. So when you think about scrapbooking, you have to kind of think outside the box. So when you type in, um, scrapbooking, for instance, you're going to come up with a whole bunch of digital products. Now, if you are 
um, good at making digital products kind of like what we talked about earlier. Um, this is more of a image digital product. Um, there's definitely money to be made. Um, people do like to purchase digital papers and then they print them out at home and then they use that for their scrapbooks versus going to Michael's or Joanne Fabrics to get their scrapbooking paper. Um, so when you type in scrapbooking, you're going to come up with a couple different ideas. You're going to see an orange header bar and this talks, these are, you know, some of the, top keywords that people are searching you have scrapbooking die cuts scrapbooking stickers scrapbooking album scrapbooking paper um so on and so forth so what i did is i kind of went around and i you know went through the pages wasn't really seeing much of anything and then i found um something called the teeny tiny itty bitty mini envelope now somebody who scrapbooks they generally cut paper they uh, do a whole bunch of gluing and taping. Um, they're very particular in the way that they uh, put things together. So this is something that it would be perfect for somebody who likes to scrapbook. Um, now, the cost is $4 for 10 cards, maybe? Which, it's not very much, but I'm sure these don't take very long. I mean, each envelope is one and a half inches, which is extremely tiny. Um, so that's definitely something to think about. Now, when you open up, their shop, you're going to see that their entire shop is made of greeting cards and envelopes and things that you could use on a scrapbooking page. Now, they've had 1,600 sales since 2015. Um, not bad, um, but that's all they concentrate on. So if you were to say, you know, I'm going to do some of these, but I'm also going to add in this and this and this, um, you could definitely get a higher traffic. And then if you open up their sales, because their sales are open, you're going to see that they have a pretty consistent um, sale of the same items. So since we're looking at um, things that we're putting together with paper, um, that's something that you could definitely expand upon to see what else is out there. Um, going through the scrapbooking, I came across a uh, pregnancy scrapbook album. This is a super cute idea. This is somebody who just wants to make those pages. Um, and this is exactly what that is. They made their very own scrapbooking paper. Each page is completely decorated. And it's meant for that one occasion. Now, if you open up their sales, they've been around since 2008. They've had 1,800 sales. But each one of those albums is $25. So I think it's a good way to keep your time busy. Um, I think you can make some money. Um, is definitely something that you could expand upon once again. So along the lines of scrapbooking, we come down to what looks like cutouts. So people that scrapbook, they might have access to a die cutter since they scrapbook. Um, and if they don't, it might be something that they would be interested in getting eventually. Um, so what you're going to see is there are some very simple leaf cutouts. Um, if you don't know what a die cutter is, it's something worth looking into. It's fairly simple to operate. And what they do is they offer these shapes um, in a certain quantity. And then generally, you can either pick the colors or the color selection as well as how many you want. So this person has 3,300 sales since 2012. They're doing fairly well. Um, each one of these die cuts. They're cheap, but we're not going for cheap. We're going for quantity. doesn't cost them much to make it. They just got to set the machine up and then, you know, does whatever it does. So continuing down the rabbit trail, we end up at a lace doily invitation. This person is selling these for $12, and that's only for one. Um, I think that's pretty awesome for a piece of paper. So $12 for one piece of paper. Um, they're making, you know, a decent amount of money. They've only been around since 2017, but they've had 874 sales in that time. So they are definitely on the right track. Um, now if you open up their shop, let's see, it looks like they have slightly moved on. It looks like they are concentrating on stamps. Now, I don't know how they make the stamp. Maybe you could figure it out. Um, but they've definitely have expanded their shop into other areas. Anyways, pretty cool that you can sell a piece of paper for 
The next item is by Cherokee Treasures. It's for a two-inch die-cut praying soldier. For one two-inch die-cut of the soldier is $3.50. Oh, wait, I lied. 20 of them is $3.50. This is, once again, um, setting up the machine and letting the machine do what the machine does. Um, So it's extremely simple to do. You just, you know, have to have the time to run the machines. Um, But they have had 6,481 sales, and their sales are open. So you can see exactly what's selling. Um, It looks like they sell Barbies and Princess. Um, These are all items that are generally used in scrapbooking. So if you like to scrapbook, maybe you would like to just be the person who makes those items for the people. Um, Here's a big 2018 4-inch scrapbooking die cut thing. You can get to pick the color. They have a whole bunch of colors. You get to pick the year. And you only, it looks like you only get one. I'm sorry. You get 18 paper die cut. Um, Now, the only way that I know that is because if you scroll down and you look at their description, it says 18. Otherwise, I would have thought it was one. They do have a color card if you look at their photos. If you click on their shop, they've had 7,200 sales since 2013. Um, this person is doing well. Um, that is a lot of sales in five years. They're doing well over a thousand a year. Um, they have a lot of items. They have a birthday string, kind of like what we're talking about with sewing. They do cake toppers. They do little tree boxes. They're doing the die cuts. This person has 424 items for sale. Um, she definitely has a selection that are bringing people in and keeping them coming back. On to the next, we have a leather earring shape. Um, Back to our jewelry making idea, these could totally work. Um, It looks like they are also used on the die cutter, which means, you know, simple and easy to be made. And then you could totally make them into an earring. Now, when you click on this person's shop, they've been around since 2015, but they've had 10,000 sales. Now, they look more like a supplier. And not so much a crafter, which is completely fine. Um, You just have to know how to make those select items. So it looks like a big chunk of her shop are these leather earring shapes in all different colors and textures and patterns. Um, It's definitely something that is obviously selling if she has that many. But she also sells uh, tassels and she sells a little um, bead caps. So if you know how to find these items or would be willing to learn, there is definitely um, people looking for it. Her sales are open, which shows that she is selling quite a bit. She's selling the tassels quite a bit and she's selling those leather teardrops quite a bit. Um, So it's definitely something to think about if you are going to get a die cutter or maybe you have one. Maybe that's something that you could do with it. Back to the die cutter, since that's where the trail has taken us, I have a three-inch mustache die cut. And then you get to choose how many you get. You can get 50 or you can get 100. And um, they seem to sell. You click on their shop, they've had 19,000 sales since 2009. That is impressive. Um, If you look at their shop, they only have 52 items. But they have 52 perfect items that people want. Um, so not only do they, looks like they stamp the items, but then they also write on the items. So maybe their die cutter is printing on them, or maybe they're printing it prior to. Um, either way, they have definitely honed in their skills. They know exactly who their market is, and, um, they're flourishing. So if you want to see a perfect store, this is probably it. For 52 items, 19,000 sales, they know exactly what to do. The next store is DB's. These are some butterflies for wax dipping. Um, Anybody who sells Scentsy or any of those things, they usually send out um, samples and they dip their wax in these felt. Um, They have 4,000 sales since 2013. Um, And they only, well, not only, but they heavily concentrate in felt. 
but they also have some patterns. So they definitely have an assortment. Their sales are closed, but like I said earlier, you can check out their ranking and see, you know, which are their preferred items. Um, here's some more felt. You have a pretty die cut felt circles. Um, they've had 7,800 sales since 2015, and they're in the United Kingdom. So once again, you could totally steal their sales. Um, they are selling well, and they're doing the felt, but they've taken the felt a different direction. They are making images and cute little things. Um, I know that some people years ago, they were using these uh, felt images and putting them on hair bows for kids. So there's definitely an audience for that. Her sales are open. um, And it looks like she's selling a lot of those little creatures. So that is definitely something to look at also. Here's another circle felt um, by I felt brightly. I said that right. Wow, they've had 30,000 sales since 2011. Um, They are, that's, once again, very impressive. Um, They do have 120 items, but they have a massive quantity of colors um, and shapes. So if you wanted to go down this path of doing felt die cuts, you definitely don't want to shop for your felt at Michael's or Joanne's. You need to find out where you can get this wholesale so that your profit um, will become more. So that is definitely the number one factor that you would have to figure out is how can I get this product for less? Their sales are open, which I am completely shocked by. Um, So you can see exactly what she's selling and how she's selling it. A great shop to look at. Um, Two more to go. I have hair bow supply. She's had, oh my god, 188,000. That's right, 188,000 sales since 2010. Wow. Um, She has a large uh, collection, 1,167. So she sells ribbon. She is definitely a supply um, seller on Etsy, and she is not making these crafts. Um, So once again, if you were interested in possibly going directly to supplies and you had the cash flow, um, this is a shop to take a peek at. Um, She is doing it right. Uh, They're probably no longer just a one-person studio. They've got to have an entire team. Um, That's a lot of sales every single day. And then last but not least, I have Maria Palito. Um, These are a felt circle. If you click on her shop, she's at 18,000 sales since 2010. Um, That's a little over 2,000 sales a year, which is fantastic. Um, It looks like she is selling sewing kits. That's definitely a a different thing. If you can figure out how to make those, I think those would be kind of cool. She's doing stickers. She's doing die cuts, cupcake toppers. She's doing straws. She's focused primarily on children, and I think it's working out for her. And her sales are open, so you can definitely see um, what is selling and how well they're selling. If you ever wanted to be able to see who your competition is um, or how well certain sellers are doing, there is a website, and it is called craftcount.com. Now, craft Count.com is not affiliated with Etsy. They just happen to pull all of Etsy stats. And what they do is they show you who has the most sales. Um, so, for instance, as soon as you get, go on to craftcount.com, it takes you to the daily top 10 sellers. And in here, it shows you the overall top seller as well as the top sellers, not including people who are supplies. So, for the handmade people, The number one top seller for today is called the Fox and Pip. Now, the Fox and Pip is based out of California. They've been on since 2016. They have 87,000 sales. And they were actually on vacation. Uh, Since they've had all these sales today, because this is based on today, I'm assuming that they were just so overwhelmed by today's sales that they had to shut down. 
Um, it looks like they are making planner stickers. So that's definitely another way to use um, a sticker maker. Their second option is Shorts and Lemons. These are a graphic designer uh, digital maker. So once again, if you are able to make images by hand, maybe you draw, maybe you're an artist. Um, this is definitely something that you could do well at. Um, they've had 404 sales today. Um, so take a peek at them if you know how to do that kind of stuff. So this is a great way to see, you know, who's selling, who are the top sellers. They also, also show the top sellers by category. Um, so if you want to see who you are would be competing with, you know, 100%, um, you can click on a category. So for instance, let's say you sell furniture and handmade. The number one top seller is DeRosa in Canada, actually, and they've had 24,000 sales since 2009, and it looks like all they sell is doorknobs. They sell doorknobs um, in every shape and color. They are actually pretty cool. So that's another good way to do some research to see what is selling, how well they're selling. Um, the name of the game is research. If you could figure out what people are wanting to buy, then you can expand on that and figure out how to make your products likable and wanted. Um, maybe you could take that idea of making those felt things and you can, you know, make different shapes, make more shapes, make them larger than what they're currently offering, make them smaller, make them cheaper. Um, these are all ways to do what they do, but better and to gain those sales. Um, there is an abundance of people out there looking to spend their money. Um, there is no shortage of money. Um, you just have to know how to get them. So that is how you do research. I know it was long, but if you practice it, it does get easier and you'll learn all of the tricks. So with your homework, I want you to go back through. I want you to do your research with that homework that you did. And I want you to start figuring out the exact products that you want to sell. So if you chose, I said, if you said you wanted to sew, what do you want to sew now? What items are you going to sew? Um, if you want to crochet, what items are you going to crochet? If you are a digital person, what items are selling so well as a digital item that you can now remake and you want to make those now? So do some more homework, break down your homework, figure out what items you're going to sell. And then the next episode, we will talk about opening a shop, um, how to pick a name, um, how to make your images so that they stand out. And then we will go from there. So I will see you next week.